It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern. Happy Wednesday morning. Today, we start off talking a little bit about display. How do you do it? And why is it part of a holistic marketing campaign? It's next on the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern, Director of Marketing here at MLive. And we are going to be talking about maybe one of the least romantic marketing tactics that you can take. But Andy Bailing is here uh, to talk about display. Because when you're talking about a holistic approach to marketing, there are, you, you can't just do all the shiny things. Unfortunately, I mean, that's like, of course, my favorite things to do, but strategically, you can't just do all the shiny things. Yeah, right? it's, it's always the thing that somebody goes to the most is what is that closest to the end of a sales conversion uh, in the funnel? And it's a lot of times it's not display, so it's not as exciting in a lot of people's eyes. But, for, you know, when you, when you go back to if we go back 50 years right? Billboards were early display advertising, getting people kind of into what you guys would call into the funnel so that you could hope to convert them further down the road. And now that people are um, looking at their phone more than the actual billboards, display advertising still has a place, right? Yeah, it definitely does. And I think you're a perfect example there with the billboard, but I think it gets held to a higher standard because of the tracking that comes along with all forms of digital media. So, what do you mean you can't just count the number of cars that pass and yeah. say those are all conversions? Yeah. That's is, not is that why there's that <laughs> thing on the road sometimes you run over? Yes, the rumble strip that counts that counts your car okay. as an IP address. Yeah, that's how it works. So, uh, with that, I, I, people are looking at this, and display can get held to such a high standard because all the metrics that come along with tracking it inside of Google Analytics and you look back at those other forms of media in the past that were awareness uh, for businesses and this is the newest version of that but it still gets held to a higher standard well because i mean the other ones out there like that are still being used today obviously billboard certainly direct mail is a version of that that you know what house it goes to but you don't know what happened to it where when you're dealing with display you can tell me what happened to it right yeah absolutely and that's one of the things it's it used to be well what was the click through rate well what's a good click through rate and you know click through rate is still something we take a look at but our company has invested in a lot of tools to go beyond the click and measure more than just click through rate how are people interacting with the ad, we're paying attention to lift and organic and direct traffic when display campaign campaigns are running in certain geos. So let me let me stop you there because yeah. you know while I know what you're talking about, a lot of people who don't do this all day long, yeah. you went. I'm sorry. What there's lift and then there's geos and then the so talk a little bit about that because uh, I've done this when you talk about social and you talk about taking a television commercial and then putting same television commercial on Facebook that it provides a lift, right. but break that down a little bit for us. Yeah. Well, if you think in your personal life, how often you see an ad and actually take immediate action and click on it. Stop your life. Yeah. And- it's not often. Right. Um, and, and that's the thing. A very good click-through rate, if that's what you're measuring, is still not a super impressive number. So when I touch on the point of measuring organic and direct traffic lift, if you're running a campaign and you're creating awareness and people are seeing your brand and your message, not only measuring those clicks that come in and become a session in Google Analytics, for example, but also measuring 
you know, during that same time period, how much did your direct traffic increase? Did people see your name and your URL and go right to it? Or did they search you in Google by name and come in more organically to your site? But being able to measure multiple things, we consistently during, with a, a well-built campaign, we'll see a lift in overall site traffic, not d- just directly related to clicks on a display ad. And when you talk about geos, you're meaning geographic areas. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you guys are doing that, how much noodling, and I know that there's a more specific scientific word, but how much noodling happens to all of that targeting as the campaign is going on? Like how much should somebody mess with this if they're doing it themselves? So when messing with the geos or the geography of where you do business is one of the first things we're going to talk about when you're doing display. So a nice thing with digital is eliminating waste. Uh, If you're doing a broadcast TV buy, for example, and you are in Grand Rapids and you're not in Kalamazoo and you can't do business in Kalamazoo or don't want to, you're going to get more waste. Waste, With the display, we can be more specific to the geos and be able to get that in front of the right people in the right geography. So making sure that we're not using too much, uh, too large of an area. But when you say about uh, you know, making sure changing things and, and targeting, that's that's what we hear, we do a lot of here. And you know, sometimes getting too targeted is too specific. And sometimes being too broad is, is still too broad. So there's a lot, there's a lot of in between there. So a lot of times we'll start campaigns uh, targeting uh, certain people that make sense in, in the demographic or inside of that geography with a certain demographic. And then also running some campaigns for more broad advertisers where they don't need as much targeting. And what we do with that and how we make that happen is by using our data. That's a huge thing and one sure. of the best parts. So, well, And what I like about the, the broad philosophy and um when you're dealing with digital specifically is while it's awesome that we have all of this targeting, there may very well be somebody who has never, and you're going to laugh at this example, but there may actually be somebody who has never gone to Starbucks nor interacted with anything online having to do with Starbucks, but turns out they like coffee later yeah. in life, right? Like they've hated it as a kid and at 25 they're turned on to Starbucks. Well, they're not in any of your targeting, right? right? Cause they haven't done anything prior to that moment of conversion so when you open it up a little bit, they might go, oh, a peppermint mocha? What is that? That sounds delicious. I can't wait to try that. And then they're in the ecosystem when they they had nothing. They would not raised their hand digitally and said, yep, I tried coffee here and tried coffee here. Therefore, blah. Or I wear Adidas shoes and this jacket. Therefore, Starbucks. They didn't do any of that stuff. So layering that approach allows you to find those people that have not gone me me over here me right yeah with getting really hyper targeted too early can be detrimental as well so if you're say a grocery store pretty average grocery store but your your best customer you've determined are uh, women with a family and makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year you know we can target that way but then doesn't don't most people need food right so you layer that rumor has it yes <laughs> most people do need to eat if you uh you really step back and think about yeah that is my best customer and maybe we can target that as well but also stepping back and being like who are we missing because we're being too hyper targeted so there's a good mix there of, of determining you know what works best and starting with some targeted stuff because it's available but don't always do that just because it's available. 
So I, I was talking to Chad yesterday about video and kind of the evolution of video and where video is going to end up. So I'll kind of ask you a similar question because I feel I merged the two together yesterday and I'll merge it again and just get a, a different answer. Your thoughts on how display will morph and evolve as we go from the what I feel is the natural stopping point of we're going to stop at augmented reality for a minute and a half, meaning like you hold your phone up and it gives you data mm -hmm. and then eventually ending up in virtual reality, right? Like right. you're giving all of these great examples of people that need food and we're talking about Starbucks and, and that. So your thoughts on where di display is going as opposed to where it is right now. Yeah, I think some of the metrics may change in the future. Uh, I know they're starting to in some ways, but to measuring beyond like a cost per thousand basis and getting into viewability metrics and in different ways that you can... Can you compare those two so people understand? Yeah, so a cost per thousand would be you pay X dollars for 1,000 impressions where, uh, you know, say viewability, you would be paying for the amount of times or the, the impressions or in view time or whatever the agreed upon metric would be for something like that it's starting to be discussed more uh, a cost per thousand basis is a lot of times how how this stuff has been done in sure. the past yes forever <laughs> so when we're looking at at our tools that we have that we're able to measure a lot of this stuff you know we can look at different things and optimize campaigns to perform for whatever the kpi is that we're looking at so whether that's trying to get the best click-through rate or trying to get the most interaction so not only do we measure click-through rate we're going to look at things like who takes their mouse and hovers over it or moves along on the ad like they're reading most people online when they're reading stuff they're using their mouse huh so we can actually uh look at that stuff and pay attention to it to get a lot more in-depth detail than Here's who saw it. Here's the thousand people times however many, you know, how many so thousands of you did. So let's go back to that example. If, if you have an ad and you know that people are tracking along with their mouse, seemingly reading the text, would maybe a strategy be to essentially give up is the wrong phrase, but I, I don't have a better one right now, but give up on the click-through rate and instead maybe get more text in there? Well, I, I think it depends on really, and that becomes a whole thing that, one of the things I talk about most with display is if display works and you have a really, really good targeting strategy, you also have to have a really good creative strategy. If you don't have one of the two, it's going to fail because, sure. because they work so well together. So not necessarily having more text in there, uh, but having the right text potentially gotcha. or having potentially and no maybe, text. And maybe what I'm saying is like, okay, so we're not putting a paragraph in there, but yeah. maybe like as opposed to doing and I won't say that we do this, but it happens all the time online, right? You get click jacking or click baiting or any of that right. stuff when we talk about display. So instead of making them guess what it's going to go to, maybe does the text reflect exactly what you're going to see? Because if they're tracking along, then they have the answer and can make an educated guess on to whether or not they're going to click on that. Yeah, absolutely. So we certain call to action and ad, like if it says order now or click for a quote, call for more information, whatever that is, uh, with our with our uh, metrics that we're using to measure this and measure interaction with ads, we actually are using heat maps as well. And you can tell more people click if you tell them where to click. More people are going to click where it says click here or click to find out more, click for quote. And it doesn't have to always be click, but I'm just using that as the example. Yeah, but the, the great part about this example is something that I think a lot of times, in so much as, as 
display gets brushed off a lot, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the sexiest thing. It's like hiring an accountant. It's not the sexiest thing, but you need one, right? right. Um, this gets brushed off a little bit. And I, I think a lot of times people think that everybody is consuming the internet at this super high Steve Jobs-esque, Mark Zuckerberg-esque, Evan Spiegel-esque level where maybe they're not. I mean, there are people, depending on what your wear is, what you're selling, you may have a customer base that isn't used to knowing that the entire image is clickable, right? They may just think that that click here is the thing that they have to click on. And if you don't, to your point, if you don't put the call to action in it, they don't do anything with it because they don't know that there's something to do. Yeah, and that's looking at the metrics of how you're going to measure the success of a campaign. Sometimes in a more of a broad awareness sense, as long as we're getting that message in front of the right people, maybe that initial message they receive doesn't have to have that call to action creates interest uh, someone might take action off of that page they were initially looking at and search them like i said by name and google or whatever that may be but being able to when you do put something like that in there it, it is interesting to see because i totally agree that i think some people don't know if it doesn't say click here that you can't click in the other corner and still get to the same right. location but but what i'm saying is i think sometimes it, the right answer is the one that that you're not paying attention to, right? And and most people would just think, well, everybody knows images on the internet. You just click on them. Well, clearly not everybody knows that because they're not, right? And that's that's the other reason why you see a lot of times to compare what we're doing here to Facebook advertising. When you're running a dark post, if there's no call to action, same thing tends to happen. They don't understand that if they click on the giant image that you have in the dark post that it goes somewhere. They just, oh, that's a... Whatever that is, it just went by because it didn't tell me to do anything. I need to be told to do something. Yeah, being told definitely can help in some ways. (laughs) It's something that we pay attention (laughs) to. The Pavlovian internet. All right, uh, Andy, if people want to ask you questions, where's your favorite place to do that? I know you run a business on Instagram, but like, where do you like people to have these sorts of conversations with you? Uh, I actually like to have these type of conversations most in person. I, I know that. Do you want to give out your phone number? Yeah, I want to give out my phone number. <laughs> um, no, I, there, there's a variety of ways to to get a hold of me. Um, by email is an easy way um, to get a hold of me on a daily basis, um, and then you know social channels um, I can be reached on as well. But LinkedIn is a big one that someone can reach out to me on my my LinkedIn profile under Andy Bailing. Um, right. <laughs> searching me, it says I work at M Live Media Group, so should be pretty easy to find me there. Um, besides that, uh, not as many of the other social channels I'm using right now for, right. for that. So. Cool. Well, I will put all that stuff in the show notes so people can reach out to you. But thank you for the time, my friend, and have a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. All right. Thanks.